and welcome to the Stolen Conversations podcast. This is Karan and unfortunately Ayaz wasn't on this podcast. So if you know him, go send him an Instagram message or WhatsApp him and tell him to make some time. Anyway, I got to hike up Camelback again and I did it with a with a friend I hadn't actually spoken to really before. So Priyanka, we hiked up Camelback and recorded this nice conversation when we reached the peak. We spoke about Americans, Indians, people, you know, experiences, profound, intense experiences that that have changed our outlook on life a little bit. It was a good conversation. I kind of want to do this more where I go up on hikes with people I haven't really, really have had conversations before, and you know, basically go through the, this this intense experience of the hike itself, and then. go up and chat about life then we get to the peak so yeah i hope you enjoy the conversation it's a going it's a going all right how do you start these what's up priyanka <laughs> what's up it's gone it how's started it going, Karan? what's happening how was your hike it was you... good it was actually really nice i feel Dude, like i really needed it well how do you feel i feel elated 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 i like learning new english words <laughs> and then i like using them and sound like i'm fancy Sounding like you're from here yeah <laughs> dude where it's always nice to like come up camelback yeah. and like I, i think we were talking about this right like you go to like your europe trip like i won't yeah. talk about that but like i'm sure when you came back from like a culturally historically rich city and you come back to like tempe or arizona mm-hmm. you're like what the fuck is this but then yeah. like you're only one hike away from like falling back in love with like yep. look at this right yep it's it just feels different coming back here like it yeah. feels like you're somewhere else yeah so dude this is interesting tell me about your europe trip yes okay so back story my yeah. older brother when he graduated from um college he went on a five weeking tour himself of Europe and I thought it was the coolest thing I've always loved to travel he's loved to travel and I was like that's amazing like I want to do something like that right and so after almost 2 years of convincing my dad he finally let me do it alone and I went I went to Lollapalooza in Berlin like nice I just I went all over the place I went to Germany Austria Sweden the Netherlands Ireland Belgium France and um Slovakia How, yeah How and long was this? It was like 5 weeks, 5 and a half weeks. 5 weeks. Yeah. And it was just it was beautiful. I think it's funny people say when you travel alone you like learn so much about yourself and all these things like I don't feel like I learned mm-hmm. more about myself. I think I just had a damn good time. Like right. I just yeah, had so yeah. much fun. That's that's all. So, you probably do not, you know, whatever your outlook is on if you learned something or not, but like think about Priyanka mm-hmm. like before you left for the trip mm-hmm. and the Priyanka who came back from the trip. Yeah. Like there's something different about them, right? Yeah, actually you're right. There you know? is. Like you know, maybe it's not like you you like had this epiphany, but I I I have like this very strong belief that when you do intense shit, mm-hmm. like it changes you in a certain way. Yeah. Like obviously like all your experiences are changing you in some way or the other, right? Yeah, that's but true. But when there's like really intense like good things and bad things, like for some kids it's like bad breakup so whatever it yeah. is right yeah, for some yeah. people it's like psychedelic trips yeah, you that's know true. these intense experiences just like literally change you yeah i feel like no i feel like you're right that's a really good way to put it i definitely because of the trip became more confident in myself okay and it's like the like the thing i was talking about bodily autonomy like 
I think I just seeing the way the culture was different over there the way people lived like literally doing everything on my own like I just had so much more comfort in myself and who I was mm -hmm. and I met people who like opened my eyes to different like what I thought were different standards of beauty and different aspects of beauty but it all came from within right so it just like gave me more confidence within my own skin and my own body and my own soul like yeah. I, I would say that actually it did change me that's a wow I didn't even think of that like it did I'm just dude thinking about this like I love podcasts and one reason I'm, I'm make, making this massive shift from what we were talking about but <laughs> like con that's the thing I like about conversations man like yeah. when you talk about stuff yeah. like you're all you're also thinking about it yeah and there's like now opportunity to think about it in a new way because you're drawing you're talking to like like this guy Karan who you've never, <laughs> talked, <laughs> never spoken really to before <laughs> so now you're like you know new ways of your brain's literally working in new yeah. ways to, so that's why I like conversations you that's know true. it's like thinking out loud you're letting someone just think out loud to them that's really cool I like that. bouncing ideas yeah and then so many ideas I've just had while I'm talking like really I'm almost on this like connecting dots and uh -huh. I'm like wow I never thought about this and then you know? it's there right yeah wow that's cool wait so tell me more about your trip the when you went to India with your this undergrad time? friends um, oh undergrad friends yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you like so, learned more about this was India. 2016 right uh -huh. and then the I, I when I say friends it's just two guys so <laughs> these two guys they were like they came to India and we the plan was to like go around as many cities as we can mm -hmm. in like what 20 days Jeez. right so we started off in Mumbai because that's where I live yeah. so I've I left before them they joined me in Mumbai then from Mumbai <laughs> we went to Rajasthan Udaipur oh, nice. Jaipur and then we went to Delhi okay from Delhi we because we had a friend also in college who lived in Delhi so we just so like visited just, yeah. him yeah from Delhi we went to Varanasi right uh -huh. and then from Varanasi we had to go to Goa, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, because it of was like course. New Year's. So we went to Goa and then back to Mumbai and then they fucked oh, off. Shit. But the important the most important thing was Varanasi. Yeah. Dude, because it's insane. This city is on the banks of like Ganga, right? Uh -huh. And ever since you're a kid you hear all about the river Ganga and you yeah. know how sacred it is. Yeah. And even if it's not sacred, it's like this massive Ish. river that yep. the entire country is built around, right? Yeah, yeah. So you go there and this this Varanasi, right? It's all, it's definitely developed, uh -huh. but like the banks of the river, uh -huh. it's the same as wow. it's always been. That's cool. And they say it's like the continuously inhabited city, the oldest continuously inhabited city. Yeah. And what's crazy is like you can take these boat tours, right? Yeah. So you, you'd go on the go on the river, and then it's the craziest thing because on the river banks, there's like different activities that there's like temples, there's uh, what do you call them? crematoriums you know oh, where, yeah. where you like uh, when people die and away, you, you burn them, burn them. Yeah, yeah. i'm using the worst terms but no, there's probably like a better there's word like for this there's like a hindi term for it i yeah, don't know yeah, yeah. though you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah i know what you're talking about but you're you're on this we're like we're on this boat ride right and we see this piece of like the bank where people are doing that the ceremony cremations cremations <laughs> and like people are crying you can hear them right like people are loudly crying and like literally right next to it mm -hmm. there's laughing yoga wow so there's like that's people, wild that's, that's how does crazy. that exist in the same city forget city it's like right next in to each other wow. yeah like people are dying and family is crying right next to it there's like laughing yoga right next to it there's probably like these old sadhus like smoking up and you know people yeah, giving pravachans <laughs> about you know whatever the whatever their understanding yeah. of life is which i'm still into you it's know? so interesting. Yeah. 
Wow. It's like one of the most interesting cities that I've ever been to. I feel like there's, I don't know how, how much you feel about this, but I feel like places that are like that have so much spiritual energy. Like you can feel the energy there. Yeah. Was it like that? Like it just felt different. It does. Yeah. yeah. What do you think it's because? I have my theory, but I don't know if, I want to know what you think, why that is. Okay. So in Villa, this is what I think about places like that. So in areas like that, there's so much life and death and mm -hmm. rebirth that has gone around there. And like the embodiment of your soul and your body and your aura, I feel like they never really leave places. Okay. You know, like, yeah, your physical body leaves, but I think the, the spiritual impressions people have left behind don't. Mm -hmm. And places that are that old, they carry so much history and so much intelligence and so much so many spirits, so many bodies that have lived and died and left impressions that I think it's a culmination of all of that. It's just the state of being that that place is in is con it's like just, it's just everything right. all in one. It's just been there forever. It's just been there forever. Like, exactly. The human experience is just longer. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. If you just like personify it, that's like an older guy as compared it's to like guy. Tempe. Yeah. Like Tempe like, is like a teenager and yeah. then Varnasi is like this it's old guy. It's Old Town Scottsdale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That's like, yeah, I think I feel the same way. I just do not have the right words for the it. Words but for it. like, like in the whole Hindu culture, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a thing. You want to die at the river Ganga yep. and you, you want, want to be, scatter your ashes. Right. There. Yeah. And you can't dismiss like such an old tradition no. saying it's stupid. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. as much as I'm, I try to be not, you know, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I want to rebel against everything that's traditional. Indian, yeah, I don't want it. Yep. But as 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 much as I grow, I'm like, you can't just dismiss traditions like yeah. that. You know, there has to be a reason why everybody wants to die at the yeah. same spot. Yeah, you know, exactly. And there's got to be something like this is the way I think about it. Everyone can't be wrong. You know, if there's that many people who think one thing, there has to be a truth in there somewhere. You know, right? Yeah. Maybe the whole thing isn't the truth, but there could be a truth in there. Yeah. So it's like, like you said, it's just tradition like how is it that so many people feel the same way about this river and about this spot yeah it can't be it can't be wrong it can't be a lie it's like this battle between like tradition and progress yeah right you want to be progressive but then you also can't like just dismiss everything that's yep. traditional you yeah. have to like take the good things with you yeah because then only progress doesn't mean anything if you don't have like the culture behind it, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Culture is so important. And you realize that when you go to like a Europe yeah. or, you know, like somewhere there, there, there is like cultural history. Yep. Don't you think it's missing kind of in Phoenix? Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm sure it's in pockets. Like if you go to like Native American land, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure I'm, you feel the culture there. Right. You see the culture there because of the community. That's the thing is like, I don't feel that culture or that community like in Arizona. And I think a reason is because there's just so many different walks of people. Mm -hmm. Like it, there's not one thing that ties us all together. Right. You know, like in India, when you think about it, like you have people who are Hindus, you have people who are Sikhs, you have people who are everything. But at the end of the day, like the deep rooted culture kind of, it's the same for everyone. It ties right. everyone together. And you're right. Like, I feel like that's missing in Arizona. You don't feel it. You know what? I feel like uh, connected to what you were saying, like the Hindus and Muslims and Sikhs in India. Yeah. Like I've always had a feeling that a Muslim from India, I, I, that 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 Muslim guy feels different to me than a, a non-Indian Muslim. You yes. Know? Yes. Definitely. It, like the Indian Muslim is a very specific type. Yeah. Of, and maybe it's just my bias because you know I am Indian. But yeah. No, but it's it's true though because I feel like it's. 
like con- country and culture sometimes you just feel can and their their thought is different too because if you see a muslim who grew up in america versus a muslim who grew up in pakistan versus a muslim who grew up in india, saudi or india yeah, yeah all of it is different because their the impressions of their community are different the yeah. indian impressions are different than the pakistani impressions are different than the Absolutely, saudi yeah. impressions right so it's like i totally agree with that like yeah. it's it's weird because their their religion is the same what ties them together is the same but what ties us together is different right 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 yeah damn Dude, I was thinking about this, right? Like, uh, most of these cities—not cities, countries—that were colonized mm-hmm. by like the British, right? Like Brazil, for example, mm-hmm. right? Brazil had like probably had like a tradition and culture before the Portuguese went there, yeah. right? But then now, Brazilians speak Portuguese, right? Yeah. It's very like westernized. It's very Portuguese-oriented. Yeah. Like even if you think about like Cuba or most of these colonized Australia, like mm-hmm. it's England. It's like mini England now, yeah. right? Yep. I feel like India stands out culturally because mm-hmm. it's sort of like weird in the whole global politics. Yeah. Is because it's probably one of the only countries that was colonized but came out with still the original the culture still original behind culture, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. China is also kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Japan, ja- like a little Japan bit wasn't colonized though, right? No, Japan wasn't colonized. Sorry, I'm just thinking about places that are like right, yeah. uh, that, that more homogenous cul- or whatever the word is. Right. Yeah. Which is why I feel like when an Indian is like in the Western world, he's a little like, who's this guy, you know? Because yep. he's still like back in the pre-colonial culture yep. that he comes from. And I like see that in our parents too. But what's funny about that is that parents, like my parents, they were born in India and they came here. Okay. And a lot of their ideas that they have are more traditional Indian. And they've evolved definitely as like my older brother and I have grown up. and. I more so than some have have forced them to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, sorry, mom, sorry, dad. <laughs> but like, I see my cousins in India, and their parents are more Western than mine are in some aspects when it okay. comes to like dating or when it comes to this and that. So this, I guess, is a tangent off the colonial aspect of it. I but it's it, yeah. also interesting to see the shift and like tradition in the Western world and how the Western world has influenced the traditions in India, like how it's swapped. Dude, I feel what you're saying. Right? Like, I, I, I totally understand. And I feel why that ha- my parents are not American, right? So this is pro- totally an outsider's perspective. Yeah. I feel like these, in, like Indian, this group of Indians, right? Probably your parents or, and like their friends, mm-hmm. they came to America and they still want to feel connected to where they come, they came from, right? Exactly. But, the India that they came from it's has different. evolved, right? Yep. Like, not evolved, but... It's just it's, changed. It's changed. It's different. But they, because they left at a certain point, they're still there. Like, yeah. they're still in the 60s or 70s or 80s Whenever of it is India. Left. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I feel like there's a disconnect between... Like, American Indians kind of are different kinds of Indians yep. because they're, like, from a different zone, exactly. almost, you know? But, Which, like, what's cool about it, though, is that... Like back when I was a kid, I'd be like, oh, I some I hate being Indian. I used to wear green colored contacts. I dyed my hair blonde for a little bit. Like okay. I just hated being Indian and looking Indian. And I realize now if my parents hadn't been so incessant on wanting to make sure, like at least I understood my, my Indian heritage and my culture. And like they sent me there for a year when I was two. Mm-hmm. Um, sent me back almost. When every, you were two. Yeah, I lived there for a year with my dadi and dada. Nice. I went back almost every single year. Like if they hadn't had that desire to put those impressions on me like what i told you is i feel more indian than i do feel american like yeah maybe the way i dress sometimes is less indian or i am comfortable going out to parties which is 
you know, less traditional Indian mindset, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the family aspect, what I believe my ethics and my morals mm-hmm. and how I wish to treat people and be perceived, right. I feel like are more tied to Indian culture, but I wouldn't have that if my parents weren't as strong on wanting my brother and I to grow up with that. Right. It's kind of cool that you realize, like, there's that self-realization that you have, right? Yeah. Which I wish I had it back when I was a kid, so I wasn't such an ass to my parents. But, like, now I have it. But it's cool. Yeah. It, that's an interesting person. Dude, I feel like this is so sad, but I, I see Indians, like, back in Mumbai, like, uh-huh. who are still in India. Uh-huh. I feel like they are trying to be more American. Yeah. You know? They are. And because it's whatever, right? Like, it's the curse of being... Indian like it's almost yeah. like you know always like Americans say hey your English is pretty good I'm like yeah we we hide our self-identity yeah, issues like, by learning good English you know yeah. that's what we do in school like yeah. my, my school literally had a rule where if you spoke in Hindi you'd get punished wait you know? what yeah, yeah yeah you'd be like punished or whatever because you have to speak in English that's crazy which is like cool because like they want they want you to like succeed because like in the world you have to English is a global language like a global language yeah. but then it creates this like negative connotation to like your natural national language which is kind of like messed up you know yeah or like and even it's funny on the flip side of that too like in america i remember mama would give me like roti sabji or dal chawal for lunch when i was going to class and i would get made fun of like oh your food like why is it yellow why does it look like that why does it smell like kids actually said that oh kids were so kids are like just assholes my friends in seventh and eighth grade they would say that to me they were so mean and it made me hate being Indian and hate like this part of our culture. And now I see their like social media pages and it's like, I love chicken tikka masala or I yeah. love this. So it's it's also interesting to see like over here how the products of our society make us want to be less of who we are. Just like in India, the products of seeing what Western societies like make them want to change who they are. It's like it's sometimes you think like the grass is always greener on the other side. But yeah. in this case, sometimes it's not like you still feel the you feel the pressures to not be true to your culture no matter where you're at right you know but yeah i what you're saying i i sense that in a lot of indian people yeah you know the the negative like they don't want to be indian almost you know they're like it's just kind of sad man i i won't lie like i remember there was a time and this is this is this is me being pretentious okay but like when i like when i was in my undergrad like I saw people were like changing accents because I had that feeling like you know when you come here I'm like I was 19 yeah I was a I did not know anything about anything I was a yeah dude (laughs) I was a baby until I like sophomore year of college you're only seven right now yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I I I realized that you know me speaking in a different accent Mm -hmm. is a thing yeah it's a it it's even if I'm not different it makes me like significant in a group of people just because I talk differently yeah and I was like no dude like you cannot change your accent because you want to fit in and I feel like that decision is like it could have gone either way and I don't know what is good or bad but I remember making a very like conscious choice of dude roll your r's even when people you know like (laughs) try to stick with it like people will understand what you're saying like you know uh, yeah I don't know, I'm just rambling, but... No, you're not, but it's true. Like, language is a huge part of your self-identity. And when you change your accent, when you change the way you speak, it's you're deliberately losing part of your self-identity. Yeah. So making the conscious decision to say, like, no, you know what, I... And I don't know if a guy would put it this way, but I love who I am. I love where I come from. Like, this is who I am. This is me. Then... Oh, that scared me. Then it's like... 
that's just that's you coming to the realization of like embracing your true self yeah yeah, yeah. You know? and whether it's you make the decision to stop rolling your r's forever or whether you make the decision to keep speaking how you naturally speak that's just you embracing what you're what you want your self-identity to be yeah you know and i feel like it's not right or wrong but it's just it is sad to see people lose their culture right but it is again, sad yeah that's that's ultimately their decision what can you do about it yeah but it's still sad the funny thing is i did my best not to change my accent really? but i'm from mumbai right yeah and there's a very different way of how people from Mumbai talk and people from yep. Delhi, Delhi talk? Yeah, the Delhi, the Dude, Delhi. All, all my friends are Delhi. Oh, from like Delhi. The Delhi so boy. As much as I like did not change my accent to American, I started talking like, like a, a Delhi, Delhi boy, boy because uh. I was like, "Bhai, kya chal raha hai?" Like the first time I went back to India, my friends were like, "What? Is, why, why are you talking like this?" I was like, "Dude, I don't even know because all my friends were from Delhi. Like when I came here." No. Oh, that's so funny. Like it's almost like once I started talking like that. I've avoided talking in Hindi when I'm in like polite company because <laughs> it's just, just in me. Like a yeah, 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 yeah. it's just uh, in me. Like when I start talking in Hindi, oh I'm like, oh, you know. I love it's... the way Akash and Meghas talk in Hindi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Akash just, especially, dude. I love how he talks in Hindi. It's so cute. It's yeah. so funny <laughs> because it's also just so different. Than yeah. Because it's more Bihari, right? That they're. Yeah, Hindi. I don't know the right place, but yeah. Yeah, but like our like. We're from Rajasthan, right? We're all Marwadi, so our Hindi is like very Rajasthani and right. Marwadi. So it just it, it like sounds different to me. Is that where you're from different. as well? I mean, where your yeah, family like from? Yeah, like Sujangad area. So okay. that's where my dad's side of the family is from. And then we have family in Jaipur. Nice. Um, but we're all like through and through Rajasthani. Dude, I went to Raj. I, yeah. Yeah, I told yeah. You. It's I cool, it. man. It's like beautiful. I did not expect like Udaipur to be like. You know, like you know, when you grow up in like Mumbai, uh-huh. you have this stupid idea about the rest of the country. Oh, but it's, it's only like, when you go out, you're like, oh, every like these are normal places. It's yeah. not like it's. The, it's not a gown, right? Like, you go yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No. It's okay, cool. wait. Yeah. Like very topic change because I keep looking at your tattoo and now I see horses legs. Dude, yeah. So now I want to know. Hold on. Oh, whoa! There's color on it too. Dude, yeah. Hold on. I got it. Okay. Okay. So, dude, this. Like the half new mat, Roman numerals that you see, that's my nephew's birthday. Aww. So he's what four now. So yeah. this is 2016, 11, 11, okay. November 11th. Yeah, man. Dude, this is so cool. Okay, do they each have like meanings, or do you just think they're cool and that's why you got them? So no, I put I put a lot of thought behind each. Dude, I don't know how to sound pretentious, but yeah, I I I, I think they look cool. They look But super I put a cool. lot of like effort into you know why I want it to be the way it is. Yeah, do tell. If you're comfortable sharing. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Let me put it this way. So, I had this whole idea about, you know, like, chaos and uh-huh. uh, structure and chaos, right? Uh-huh. I read this in whatever readings I was doing. But wait, is that, like, Shiv Bhagwanji's... What, what time is it? Dude, I missed a part of our... Oh, no. That's okay. I okay. think because my friend called me. Ah, uh, Fuck it. Asshole. Oh, yeah, so this is one... Is that, like, Shiv Bhagwan's Yeah, trident? yeah, yeah. So, like, sometime around like sophomore year like mm-hmm. when i started like thinking about what i'm doing why i'm doing mm-hmm. i got into like you know hindu mythology and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i figured out like there's these stories that without believing in god you can still learn a lot from these yeah. stories especially these stories about like what shiva is and yep. like what the you know like it, apart from like the humanized story there's mm-hmm. like archetypes behind it right yeah. like 
you know like archetypical stories yep. behind what Shiva is and yep. what he stands. I was like, this is cool. Nobody yeah. told me about this. No, because, it, like, and you can relate it to the modern world. You can relate it to yourself. You can relate it to your own experiences. Yeah. Like, no, the. I think the the Hindu stories, like you said, of mythology and the legends and all of that, like even Ram's story, yeah, um, all of it is just so interesting because it's more than just a story about God. It's like, yeah, like you said, there's the archetypes you can, like, yeah, 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 it's everything. That's what I think is cool, man. Like these Hindu stories, like the the Hindu religion, like allows you to like not believe in God and still get like the be- benefit. Sounds trivial, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. still be spiritual in some sense yeah without having to like be very religious that's what i love about jainism too okay is like tell me more okay so jain like there's two sects of jainism as well there's this part that believes in god and there's also the part that doesn't believe like the hindu gods you know and Mm -hmm. then there's the part that more just believes in the spirituality and okay you pass like you become one with the universe and your soul becomes one with the universe again and we're all just like different parts of the universe Mm -hmm. that are here but I think just what I love so much about Jainism, like growing up with it especially, is what it teaches you about what is important in life. Mm-hmm. And the idea of just like constant knowledge and like learning and not like, oh, two plus two is four learning, but like learning about the world and yourself and the universe and being minimalist and what right. makes you happy. And like, so when I talk to the Jain Maharajas, it's like, that is what we talk about. And that's what I learn about is their outlook on like their outlook on the simplicity of life right. and not simplicity as in like life is simple, but the simplicities as in the minimalism. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So these Maharajas, uh-huh, Maharaj, yeah. Maharaj, like, do they talk to you? Like give you life advice? It's like how do they talk is is there a conversation happening or is it like yeah there's a conversation and it's weird it's not like life advice it's just conversation of what's going on in okay. your life and conversation of how you feel okay but the way they talk to you it's not like they're preaching to you advice but the knowledge that they have like mm-hmm. the introspection that they have it's like you're able to take advice out of what they're saying mm-hmm. they're not saying do this to change something they're saying like they're just reacting to what you're saying and out of those reactions you hear you hear their advice right right if that makes sense it's like reading between the reading lines reading between the lines exactly yeah isn't that isn't that the way you want to get advice That's, rather okay. than people telling you what to do so this is such a tangent but that is why i hate self help books where <laughs> i know what you're saying yeah, <laughs> like, yeah 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 i yeah. hate them yeah. like some of them are interesting but it's like the book The Outliers. Um, uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah Malcolm yeah. Gladwell. It's like that book isn't saying you got to do this to become successful and right, become right. an expert. It's just telling you the stories of other people. Right. And you read between the lines and you pick up things that you read and you're like, I can apply this to my own mm-hmm. life. Quick, quick book recommendation, right? Detail. But uh, there's this guy, David Epstein. Yeah. Uh, he wrote this book called Range. I don't know how old Range, it is, but okay. I read, I read it like super recently. It's about... It's it goes off of outliers, uh-huh. but it's like opposite of what he's saying in a weird way, but like not really dismissing what he's saying. It's really cool. It's about like okay. how uh, he starts off with the story of Tiger Woods and how he was like born and trained from when he was two years old to be a hockey player versus golf, Federer, golf, golf, <laughs> golf, golf player, yeah. right? And then Roger Federer, who 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 played like every sport that he could besides until he, tennis. yeah, right, besides yeah. tennis, and then he became like this major tennis player. Yeah. So it's about like it's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, but 
Sorry, I just thought that no, was like. No, that's good. I but that's also the strange. same thing, right? He's telling okay. you stories about other people. And you pick out of. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's also a good form of advice? Mm-hmm. Like people who've uh, messed up their entire lives. Like yeah. hear that, hearing them talk. Yeah. I had this idea, like in college, of going and talking to like all the homeless people in Tempe, mm-hmm. and like this series, I was thinking about like advice from. people i don't know i i had a name for it but like talking to people who did not make it yeah you know and, and what that. they have to tell like it's always interesting to like go up to someone who's like messed up their lives mm-hmm. and ask them what do you think man like yeah. what would you tell like your 5 yeah. year old son if you had one today? and like the sad part about that too is like when you think about how their lives have changed it's not even like oh they all have drug addictions or they all have alcohol addictions yeah. for some people like i read the story about a guy who got convicted of like embezzling a shit ton of money and that's how he became homeless Ooh. someone like lost their job um and it wasn't even a product of what they did it was just a circumstance and they became homeless so it's like their lives have been completely messed up but it's not like oh I feel like there's the misconception that it's their fault, you know, like right. they did something. Okay. But that's the interesting part is that like sometimes what is happening to people is a product of their surroundings, not a product of their actions. I get that. So yeah. like, but I have you heard of Humans of New York? It's that blog post, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's on Instagram too. So a guy does something similar in New York. I wanted to do something similar in India and my mom was like, "They have humans of Bombay." Do they really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. They have an Instagram page. You should check it out. That's really cool. But I feel like Tempe would be such an a unique place to do it because right. Tempe, I feel like you see everything in Tempe. You see poverty, you see the middle class, you see mm-hmm. affluence, and it's because of all of the different types of people who are there for school. Right. You know. Like and you have so, these Arabs from like China. You have Arabs, <laughs> you, and you have, have Chinese Arabs. people, you have Indians, you have people from like diverse Literally countries everywhere. and like diverse socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah. and social like even intellectual groups right yeah. it's really interesting yeah because of like you the university and you have people from like literally 30 minutes away aka b like right yeah 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 so it's wait so you grew up in chandler i grew up in chandler yeah okay yeah i grew up in chandler born in chandler left chandler now i'm back in chandler cuz wait do you like you left and where do you go so i actually live in california Um <laughs> Oh, so you don't live here anymore. No, I don't live okay, here okay, anymore. Okay. I live in California now, but I am back here because of COVID. Is that where you work? Uh yeah, yeah. Dude. KPMG in the Silicon Valley office. Oh, I don't Wait, know. Wait, what Silicon Valley? Is that San Francisco? Yeah, uh, San Jose. San, San Francisco/San Jose. Dude, so I had this friend who was doing an internship at KPMG in San Francisco. When? Uh like the last time I spoke to him was 2019. Okay, wait. I did my internship in 2018. I wonder oh. if he works there now. Jared. Jared. Like South African guy from Cape Town. I forget his last name. I have him on my Instagram. If I saw his face, I might know. Dude, he's like this. He has a very distinct like South African accent. Really? Jared. Yeah. Oh wait, Jared Mole. Mole. Oh, yes, Jared Mole. Jared. You know him? Jared, we interned together. Oh, okay. Okay, no, Jared and I have been fr- Jared and I were friends before the internship too. I I don't know how we knew each other, but we did. Um, but he was he at did, ASU. Yeah, yeah, he didn't take the job. So Oh, okay. He is working for a big another big bank in San Francisco, I think. He's still there? Yeah. But oh, that's so funny. No, Jared Mole. He him and I were pretty good friends. I don't know. The last time I spoke to him was because I was in France France and San Francisco. You good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. San Francisco and uh, we were like I was with another friend who also knew Jared. So we were like, "Hey Jared, oh. we're in San Francisco and we had dinner together." Okay. No. I don't remember. That was 2019 or 18 or something like that. Jared's chill. Also, we should like let's go. go. Down. 